welcome to On the Brighter Side. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and I'm super excited for our guest today. He's a little bit different, but I think you're really, really going to like his content. My guest today is Dominic Cruz, who is on a mission to help young men and young women recover from their breakups so that they can be more at peace and be fulfilled and find hope in relationships again. Dominic thought of helping others once he realized that sharing his stories was helping people. Today, he continues to help young men and women with his YouTube videos and his new book, 10 Simple Tips to Get Over Your Wet. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so glad you joined us today. I think this is going to be a really fun discussion, even though my listeners are probably like, what are you doing with a breakup specialist on your show? Stick with me, guys. All right, Dominic, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your family? My, my name is Dominic Cruz, born in New Orleans, uh, raised in Boston, Massachusetts, was born into a, well, my mom was in the military and yeah, I kind of grew up, you know, with that kind of thing going into my uh, family, of course. And then, uh, you know, now moved out here when I moved out to California when I was 18 and, you know, haven't looked back. <laughs> so I am a contributing writer. I'm a sports fanatic. I help people get over their previous relationships so they can start dating again. And, you know, I am a published author and a public speaker as well. How fantastic. So I'd love to hear the story about how you like, did you stumble upon or intentionally go into becoming a breakup coach and expert? So <laughs> I'm glad you asked for that. So I remember it was about 2015. I was still in a... I was still in a relationship, but then I started to see that I can I can give advice about people's relationships and the single life and stuff like that. But that was just a teaser at the time because I didn't really think of myself being a breakup expert, you know, a, a dating expert to, uh, specializes in breakup. But, you know, I've gone through that experience to where I was in a relationship where it was off and on, off and on. And then after that last one, then it just got to the point to where I started to feel like, okay, there's something I'm doing wrong here. I'm not really, I shouldn't be this emotional. Why am I overreacting? Why am I getting, why am I letting my emotions cloud my judgment? So I started to learn more through other videos. I started reading, you know, psychology, behind the psychology is a why react in a certain way after a relationship ends. And I started to find ways to heal myself rather than just, you know, going out. I started to meet new people. And, then I, and I started to think, you know, since these people are helping me, their YouTube videos, I want to be able to help people through my YouTube videos, but before I can start helping people, I'm going to start helping myself first because I feel what I've learned is that if you talk about, you know, your experience, your stories, you'll start to feel better. But the more I was sharing my story, when I started the whole YouTube thing, I started seeing it, it was helping other people. And next thing you know, it just turned into my mission to help others. And I'm so grateful to be in this position to continue that mission to help others, you know, get over it. Because it's more than just a friend telling you, ah, you'll get over it. Uh, go on a night and go sleep with someone else and you'll feel better. Wrong advice. <laughs> so yeah, well, oftentimes our mess becomes our message. So that is so important that you realize that even at such a young age. But my audience is mostly married or couples in a long term committed relationship. So I'm hoping that you can teach us some of the things that you've learned from breakups and help us apply them to these long term committed relationships. So my first question for you is in your experience, what are the top like three to five reasons why relationships fail? So top three to five reasons why relationships fail 
One, I really feel that people don't really get to, not, excuse me, I don't want to say I really feel because I've, I've actually studied and researched on this whole topic as well. And people just get into relationships because the other person looks good and they just like to have fun and stuff like that. X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. People really do not take the time to get to know each other. They just jump into a relationship and they just look at each other. It's like this boyfriend and girl. I was in that relationship to where I viewed my significant other at the time as like, I, I called her one of my best friends and she got mad and I was like you are but that right there is like you got to get to know that person you got to really see them on a friendship level before you can really take it to the next commitment level and since we are in a pandemic and everyone a lot of people are quarantined inside their homes and stuff like that it's the perfect opportunity number two is you know are you going out at least once a week I in a relationship and as a man you know you should be able to take your girl out at least you know once a week and if you forget to if out of the blue you couldn't go out in that one week make it twice the next week you know keep that spark alive because a lot of people are not doing that and that's the reason why a lot of relationships and that's another reason why people our relationships fail third of all is it's kind of aligned with getting to know each other but do things for each other you know have a goal of like what you want to do like you know, do things for each other share your vision with that significant other Sharing your vision, your goals with your significant other, with your spouse, it will increase the spark. Not a lot of people share that stuff. And it kind of just lingers in your mind like, well, who is this? What do they want? You know, why are they with me? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this real quick. I was singing this song by Bruno Mars. I want to be a billionaire, right? <laughs> and then I was... And this is when I was in a, this one relationship and, and I, and, and I really thought to myself, like, you know what? I really do. I really want to be a billionaire. And then I got questioned. Why do you want to be a billionaire? That's no, that's, ew. and I'm like, well, we're not seeing the same. You're not, we're not being eye to eye right now. And like, you know, what I think I could vision and stuff like that. So one is if you want to stay away from a failed relationship, you know, really get to know them because if you are going to go and fail at a relationship, then you wouldn't take the time to get to know them too, is going out, going out once a week. If not that first week, then, you know, second week, it will be twice a week. Really start, keep that spark alive. And, you know, three is share your goals. And if you don't, it's kind of going to go downward. Yeah. So I'm so glad you mentioned all those things because those are all very important tenets of what I teach my students. So let's tackle them one by one, shall we? So getting to know each other mm -hmm. is not like a one and done thing. It's not like you can check that off your list. Okay, perfect. We've got to know each other. We're compatible. It's good, right? We mm -hmm. are constantly changing over time. And even if we're experiencing the same thing, so even if we've taken that step, we've started our relationship and we're together all the time, we're still experiencing life in a very different way. And so yep. I think that it's really important to be consistently committed to getting to know each other. So in your experience, what are some ways that we can continuously be getting to know each other all the time? Oh, I love that you asked me that question. Okay. So my mindset is always be learning, always be better than yesterday. Okay. Always be better than yesterday. I don't care what the future looks like because it's not here. And being better than yesterday, I want to be better than the previous story. So my thing is like, what can we do to like basically increase the intimacy, increase, you know, the, to make the relationship better is plan out the day. What do you want to do? Like, hey, I'm probably going to list out, hey, let's go out and do this and this and this. And there are days where you might come in and it's like, hey, let's go out and do this and this and this. It's a commitment. You're not thinking like, 
well, if I do this, then what about you're thinking in the present moment, you're being in the present moment. I swear for a successful relationship, <laughs> be in the present moment. It's amazing. The journey is amazing. When you're on the same page, it is amazing. Am I, am I, am I touching around that? Am I answering the question? I mean, am, am I, I, I want to make sure that I'm not like rambling on and on. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think in order to get to know each other continuously, we have to have this aspect of curiosity. We have to yes. be constantly curious about each other and what we are experiencing. So even if we're together, like saying like, you know, Hey, what do you think about that? painting over there or you know this store or what has been your experience even though we're together I think it's really important to constantly be curious about your partner's experience yes anywhere right and, and, and the biggest thing is, is like you gotta in a relationship you gotta be willing to be open to telling because if you're gonna close it off and it's kind of like you don't trust the uh, the partner. And you know, I do this every day. I ask questions on like my social media. It, it's kind of like my way of like helping others, you know, why don't you ask that to your significant other? Today I asked, are you a confident person? You know, some people don't know if their significant other is really confident or not. So, and I, I love that. Just be curious, be curious. And that's funny because I actually had that conversation yesterday. Just be curious. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So constantly being curious and getting to know your partner, regardless of how long you've been together. I love that. Number two, you mentioned date night, which is so important. So I would just add a few parameters around date night. Date night is not a time where you talk about things that are stressful to you. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not a time where you talk about kids or careers or problems that you're having in the relationship. Date night is for fun. It's like just a few hours once a week where you can reinvent yourself, rediscover the things that you like to do, share your passions with each other. Even if they're not shared passions, you yes. can share your passions with your partner. And so I think it's really important to protect that time. I love how you mentioned if you miss it one week, you do it twice the next week. Super important. I've never said that before, but that's really important is to really protect that time to just have fun and be together and not be stressed. I know I said, I probably said three, but there was one I did forget that yes. does lead to failed relationships that I'm going to tell. This one is probably the most important one. Complacency is probably one of the biggest issues that lead to failed relationships. And you know what's funny about complacency? It's, it is disguised in comfort. You will be content with that comfort because that's what's going to make you happy. But long term, you're going to be like, damn, all we do is just hang out. All we just do is chill. Yeah. I want to do more than chill. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm going to use this as an opportunity to plug. I have this resource that's called 10 tips to ensure that date night ends with fireworks. Ooh. And so you should be going on date night once a week and at least once a week, that should be a time where you can be emotionally and physically intimate with your partner. And yeah. so if you don't have that resource, you need to get it ASAP because it will prevent you from being complacent. It will protect the sanctity of that date night. So, mm -hmm. so that's going to be really important. Okay. And so then number three you mentioned was having a vision. I love that. I love that for two reasons. One, I think it's so important to plan for we, right? 
Mm -hmm. So when you're in a relationship, it's not two strong eyes make a strong we. And I do absolutely agree with that. But are we planning for we or are we still just thinking in terms of what makes me happy, what gets me ahead, those types of things, right? So you want to have a shared vision, shared goals. But also, I think it's going to be really important when you start planning your life together. We have different values. Like we might think about money different ways. We might think about time spent at work or with the kids or or whatever in different ways. But if we have this shared vision that we can always come back to, we can ensure that we're not getting too far off track in the things that we're chasing. Right. I do want to say that, you know, it's okay to have different values because I know people have gotten into relationships and then they broke up because this one person said that they just have different values. But that's the point of being in a relationship. You want to get to know each other and have your values on the same, you know, you want to share each other's values so you can make it into one. And I think that people who are breaking up over that or just like, you know, being disgruntled about their relationship because of that, you need to make the effort to try to make it into one. You can't just say, it just can't be one side. It's got to be two sides. So. Yeah. Well, I definitely think that difference is, create passion in in a marriage so if you don't want to be married to your clone that would be so terribly boring (laughs) and i noticed that you did not mention being too different as a reason why people break up so is there a reason for that yeah I, i gotta say people break up because you know they're too different and i think that's a missed opportunity I think you grow so much. I think you grow beyond your expectations. You exceed it when you are in that uncomfortable space. We don't grow with comfort. We grow with uncomfortable and uncertainty. I think that when it comes to being in a relationship with like a complete opposite, you know, there is... You have different views on politics. I and I have different views on politics. Well, let's talk. Let's chat about it. You know, let's talk to where we can understand. But I can see why people don't like dating the complete opposite because they think like it's going to be bad. But you don't know what you don't know until you try. Right. So I think that there's so much beauty in conflict. Like I think that like you said, a missed opportunity. I think it's so fun to be with somebody who's different than you are because it opens your eyes. And if you can, you know, see the beauty in the conflict and you can create something that's so much better than the two of you. Yeah. Right. So I think that's really, really fun. It's amazing. So when people come to you and they're like, I just broke up, but I mean, I still believe in love. I want to find somebody else. Is there a process that you take them through to heal from the breakup or what is important to be able to kind of reset and be able to go back into the dating world better than you are? I used to tell people in the past, it was way in the past, but just go out and have fun, right? And have fun, you know, just live your life to the fullest, right? Usually that's a, that could work, but that's just a temporary fix. I now tell people, and I actually did create a strategy to get over someone. And let me just say that you have to spend a lot of time mourning. You have to spend a lot of time crying over it, like getting upset over it. You have to be in that because if you're trying to run away and just trying to avoid the feeling, you're not going to get over it. It's going to, you're going to prolong it. It might take you two years, three years, four years when it probably should have taken a few months because I've read somewhere, I know it was a credible source and it was a trusted source that it takes the average person three months to get over someone. But you have to spend 
so much time morning. Here, let me give you an example. First week, spend at least four hours, four hours every day of that week morning, crying, whatever you got to do to get those emotions out. The next week, half that. So now go two hours every day. Then the following week, the third week, go one hour. And as you know, I go half and half and half and half each week. You start to see a pattern where, you know, I'm spending this much time warning this person. I'm spending this much time. And I'm like, you're going to eventually get tired of crying over this person. You're going to eventually want to move on and start living your life. You're going to eventually want to really experience life to the fullest rather than holding an emotion where you're still holding on to that person. I think that if you spend so much time mourning in the beginning stages, then you'll be able to get over it faster. I've coached people that have been broken up for like five years. And this dude, there's one dude that just can't get over the fact that they're done. His ex, of course, is happily married with someone else. <laughs> so, and, and he just doesn't want to take that time to mourn, try to get over that process. So it sucks, but you got to do it. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely have to. How does that help people then move on stronger for the next relationship? I tell them to make a list. Be a list freak now. Make a list of what you want in a relationship, what you don't want. Now, I'm not saying that which person that you don't want. You got to look at it as a list, like what you're able to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. Start to know what you really want in a relationship. All right. And another total mind hack on really trying to help you move forward in life in general. And you can use this to share with your spouse, your significant other. Make a list of your hobbies, the things that you love to do. It could be any little thing. Next list you're going to make is list all the little accomplishments that you want to achieve. And list number three, list all the accomplishments that you've already achieved. I'm talking about even graduations, like whatever little accomplishment. Once you start to see those little accomplishments that you've already achieved, you're going to be like, whoa, this is really cool. And I, I'm more than capable of doing this and this and this. And you can share that with your significant other. And that can go a long ways. But I tell people to do that to st- get them in process of moving forward and getting them to date. So make a list, what you want, what you don't want. And then the other list that has to do with you is your hobbies. What do you love to do? What do you want to achieve in your life? And then what have you already achieved? That makes me think of Runaway Bride a little bit. Dude. <laughs> figure out how you like your eggs right before you move on figure it out like know what you want i don't think people know what they really want they just go into it and they just like hope for the best yeah so a lot of my couples i think get married really young before they even understand what they want so would your process work in a committed relationship if somebody was like okay we got married really young. I had no clue what I was getting into. And now I will really want to develop myself, figure out who I am and be the person. A lot of people ask me, it's really interesting. They'll ask me, what if you haven't found your person yet? Like, what can you be doing if you haven't you know, found that one perfect person yet? Right. And right. I always tell them, become the person that you want to find. And that's, mm-hmm will help you develop into, you know, when you are presented with somebody, you are, you've become the person that you want to be in that relationship, right? But you can also do that while you're married. Like if you've already made the decision to marry somebody and you're not perfectly 
the person you want to become, you can do that within a committed relationship. So what is your process of becoming? Well, you know, first off, start knowing you. That list I say, like what your, your hobbies or what you want to achieve and your accomplishments already, that list really works. It will light a fire in you where you're just like, well, I gotta, this is something I want to do. And I believe you, when you share that list with your significant other, you start to create there's like this open space that becomes fulfilled and it kind of gives the relationship growth. Now, I really believe that taking that time to really get to know yourself is very important and knowing what you like, what you enjoy and what you want to accomplish is really key. Despite the fact that we are in a pandemic, it is probably, this was like the best time for anybody to really get to know who they really are. Asking myself the questions do I really like that? Or am I just liking it because my friends like it, but I really just don't care. You got to look at that kind of things. You got to really look at, you got to analyze like how, why do you like something? For instance, you know, why do I like this girl? Okay. She has this, 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 and she's really cool to hang out with. Okay. I actually do like her. You really got to ask yourself these questions. Why, 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 why? Because the more you ask why and you get more specific on why, you'll find a little bit more clarity on what you want and you'll find a little bit more clarity on like who you are. Yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to like think oh, and I create and I, I was told I, I, I do have like, you know, someone that does help me you know, with business and stuff like that, help me understand. And there was this thing called the seven levels of why. I think they were like, just got to write it until it makes you cry. And I was just like, okay, I don't want to cry, but okay, I get what you're saying. (laughs) But write down, why am I married? Then, you know, why do I love X, Y, Z? Why do I, you know, it kind of goes down. Like the the answers that you, that you have, you ask it in a Y format. And then you, every answer, every answer, it's like peeling an onion. It's just layers, 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 layers. The more layers you get, the more like, whoa, this is cool. I'm getting to know who I am. And I, I, I scared myself. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just it's just things that I, I, that I did. And, you know, I tell other people to do and it works for everybody, even if it's in a relationship where you're single. I love that. Well, I just have one question left, which is my signature question that I ask all my guests. If you had the undivided attention of everyone in the entire world for just a few minutes, what is the best advice you could give them or the most important thing you could teach them about preventing a breakup? That's the best advice is... Well, I just say always listen because listen and silent are, they have the same letters, but they're spelled differently, right? Oh, that's cool. And always be better than yesterday. If, you know, yesterday didn't do much, stuff like that, you know, always try to find ways to improve. Because at the end of the day, you only have now. You need to dwell on it when now is more important. So all I would say is just always be better, listen, and be silent when you're listening. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. Okay, Dominic, tell my listeners where they can find you, learn more about what you do and what you teach. So you can find me on YouTube by spelling my name, Dominic Cruz. There's no K, but you will find that uh, there is a UFC fighter with the same name, but he has a K in his name. I don't, <laughs> but you can find my videos there and it would be great to uh, subscribe to my channel and you know, you'll follow me there. And then also you 
can get my new book on Amazon, 10 Simple Tips to Get Over Your Ex. It's out right now on Kindle for 99 cents. And that's pretty much all it is. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Monica. I really appreciate this. I really enjoyed that interview with Dominic Cruz. It was a little bit different talking to a young, unmarried breakup coach about principles of avoiding breakups in our marriages, but I thought his insight was fun and useful. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to speak to someone with a different perspective on the matter. So make sure you join us next week as we return to our women's sexual health series with women's sexuality coach, Amanda Louder. And if you did not participate in the free five-day Seduce Your Spouse Challenge, we had so much fun. And I have gotten so many messages about people who either missed it or want to do it again that I have put another challenge on the schedule. We'll be starting the Seduce Your Spouse Challenge again on September 21st. So be sure to mark your calendar. It's going to be epic. You do not want to miss it. And until next week, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side. 